0: And welcome, and welcome back, back to Formula. You waited too long, and I just had to fuck with you.
1: God, it's trying to get comfortable, dickhead. And welcome back to Formula Breakdown. It's Ross and Caleb on our way to round seventeen.
0: It's Suzuka International, the Japanese Grand Prix. Caleb, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm ready to watch practice here in 30 minutes our time, so that's kind of exciting. How are you going
1: to make room for that when you have a football game on?
0: I have football on my tablet, and then I'm going to put F1 on my computer screen, probably. I'm actually watching football while we record. Once again, because- So economic. I'll try.
1: It's great to have some of your attention, but I want to jump into some of this news. Honestly, at this point, we're literally counting the minutes till Max and Sergio wrap up the Drivers and Constructors Championship. So we kind of have one eye on 2024. And a lot of the news coming out today is about the imminent signing of Daniel Ricciardo and Yuki Sonoda to contracts to Alphatari for 2024. Liam Lawson, with some great showings the past few weekends, kind of created a stir in those uh, contract negotiations, I would imagine. It's kind of musical chairs and hard to not kind of play that what-if game with Liam Lawson. Like, what if he was the second driver at Alphatari? One of those guys lost their seats, likely that he's probably going to end up being a reserve driver somewhere, maybe for Red Bull, maybe for Alpha Just kind of, does that make sense? Is that the right call? Is that the wrong call? Boy, I stumped you. I stumped you first try tonight.
0: I am... um, Do you just not give a shit? (laughs) No, I do, but I give so much of a shit that... No strong opinion whatsoever? No, I I am contradicting myself because I like Liam Lawson a lot. He has proved that he does deserve a place on the grid somewhere, but also I would like to see Ricardo back on the grid. I think he quote-unquote retired or whatever for a little bit way too early. I think he had another solid, you know, at least a few years. Granted, he he would have had to have had he would have had to had found a seat which he did because um what's that dude that left mid-season <laughs>
1: his name fuck nick devries, <laughs> DeVries. yeah legend <laughs> f2 <laughs> world champion
0: yeah yeah he's been forgot about in, in my brain at least uh yeah it sucks that you know he he got cut but i don't know i'm just contradicting myself like i think liam lawson deserves the seat honestly he's done so good but then at the same time it's like well ricardo really didn't get to prove himself so what do we do here but also you know. You know, Lawson has been promised this seat for a while now like he got it he got gypped on the DeVries signing he was supposed to get that seat and then DeVries jumped him because he had a decent showing for William so I guess they're like hey let's we like this guy let's use him and Lawson was sitting there in the waiting again and then DeVries got cut and now Ricardo replaces him and once again Liam Lawson gets screwed over and now it's like okay Liam Lawson got the seat finally you know it took one guy getting fired and another one breaking his wrist and now now it's like oh well you've done good you've scored points you scored points at freaking Singapore which is a treacherous track for rookies and you're a reserve driver now sorry I know none of it's official yet could have a shocker I'm pretty sure the seats at Alpha Tower are most likely going to be Yuki and Daniel Ricciardo and probably some of that has to do it's good television having Ricciardo around
1: yeah Tower is clearly going through kind of an identity crisis I feel like they don't know what their team is supposed to be or who's supposed to be in those seats Evidence by now four different drivers have driven for them for different reasons this season
0: yeah and they're supposed to have a brand name change i don't know when the next few years or i don't know if it's 2026 but hugo boss and then also there's been rumors of adidas coming in which is weird so I mean,
1: is that any I mean, weirder than an energy drink i mean honestly I mean,
0: I mean i guess not but that team is in a really weird spot like at the beginning of the season i probably would have said hey williams is the team that i could see being replaced just because of how poor performances they've had but now it's just like this south of tower. Every team just does it. I don't know. To me, it doesn't feel like it fits. It's just kind of weird. I think
1: it's the right call to have Ricardo and Sonoda there. Ricardo didn't even really get a chance to show his stuff, and he's great for public relations and generating interest amongst the media and stuff. And Sonoda made enough improvement in what he's brought to the table this year. Bad couple of races here lately, but I think this is the right call. I also think it's still a little bit of a threat to Sergio Perez. Like, hey, there's someone here with experience who could replace you tomorrow.
0: I mean, you can see. Liam going to that Red Bull seat.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they've put rookies next to Max before. And he's, I, mean, I feel like
0: and he's shown enough promise just from these past few races. It's like, oh, if he had something really good, what could he do with it? Because I've been impressed by him. Very much impressed me. Almost even more than Piastri has this year, just because he got thrown in in the middle of the season to tracks that he hasn't ever really raced at and has performed. It's just been really impressive. This leaves
1: only the Williams seat currently occupied by Logan Sargent. Not officially decided for 2020. Um, obviously sergeants had a really rough rookie season came in green as grass has caused a shit ton of damage to his cars multiple dnfs mechanical failures incidents in the race in the qualifyings do you see maybe
0: someone else getting the seat could this be an avenue for liam lawson to get into f1 yeah he's as green as the grass he crashes into almost every race (laughs) i don't see liam going there just because of the red bull mercedes stuff i mean granted we did see devries go from mercedes to red bull which was really weird i don't know if liam has something in his contract where he has to be with the red bull team he has raced for red bull for a long time so i don't don't know kind of like you know Verstappen how he got into Red Bull was because he had a clause in his contract that was like hey x amount of time you had to sign me or I'm like a free agent and I can go wherever I want to and that's how Verstappen basically got his spot so I don't know if there's something weird with Lawson I feel like Red Bull really likes him and wants to keep him around but I don't see them sending him to Williams I feel like that's Mick Schumacher's spot to try next year that's- I really hope
1: that's exactly what happens Schumacher
0: that's really what I want. I love Logan Sargent, but I feel like just the Schumacher name, and I feel like he deserves a better shot than he had at Haas because I feel like he got the short end of the stick. I mean, look at Haas right now. They're not any better. And then you put a rookie in that car and try to help and try to have a rookie develop that car. It's just was a shit show from the beginning. So I think he needs to go to Williams. I think that car is good. And I feel like Mick Schumacher could really show off
1: there. So many drivers on the grid have passed through Williams and better drivers and moved up the order most recently george russell as an example yeah i think that's where schumacher needs to be and i think liam will get his chance he's just 21 you know he's still got plenty of time to make his spot somewhere but
0: yeah i think mercedes like their dream would be to send mick to williams have him perform really good and then hypothetically have hamilton retire and then have schumacher uh, schumacher back in a mercedes scoring points i mean that's just a good name i mean That last name means a lot to this series and being in the Mercedes where his dad was whenever he retired, it would just be really fitting. Kind of be a Cinderella story, so to say. I don't know about Cinderella, but you know what I mean. It'd be a good story.
1: You know, they say the funny thing about history is it doesn't repeat but it rhymes. So to have Schumacher come in and take Hamilton's seat after Hamilton took Schumacher's seat would be kinda of cool.
0: Hamilton didn't he didn't take Schumacher's seat, he was teammates. Did with they Schumacher. race a
1: season together or no? Hang on, let me look the four eyes. I'm pretty sure they did. Welcome to Fact Check Break with Caleb and Ross. I'm not looking it up, I'm just going off of my memory. Or maybe it was Rosberg and Schumacher who raced together and then Hamilton took Schumacher, is something with those three. I know Schumacher was in a Mercedes. Schumacher's indecision over his future plans led to him being replaced by Lewis Hamilton at Mercedes for the 2013 season. So I was right the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, yeah. So Lewis was, yeah. Your You're fact-checking s- of me never seems to go super well for you. <laughs>
0: I, for some reason... I'm
1: really good at useless knowledge.
0: I think I got Fernando, maybe. I don't know. Lewis has had a ton of amazing teammates, so... It's that's to, true, but that's even more fitting. Lewis replacing that's what I was Schumacher, saying. and Lewis
1: replaced Michael, and then for Mick to replace Lewis in a few years would be really freaking cool. Like a true passing of the baton. Your dad, your father, passed it to me. I'm passing it back to you. Good luck.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought he had raced at least a season with Lewis Hamilton, but obviously I was wrong. Well,
1: that's okay. There's no. There's no. Damn, I'm glad I got that on recording. Holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> Moral of the story is we both like Mick. Haas is a horrible team if you're a brand new rookie driver. If you're a rookie driver listening, I wouldn't jump into Haas. (laughs) I would try to find another team to go to. Haas is just a machine that's better suited to people with some experience under their belt. Speaking of that, teams have been making some demands of the FIA after kind of some of the controversial calls or lack thereof for penalties at the Singapore Grand Prix, and they've pointed out some double standards in the penalties. Many teams are calling for cases to be reopened, specifically into things that happened during qualifying and during the race of the Singapore Grand Prix, some of them teams that weren't even affected by these penalties.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of double standards that have been going on, like Perez- like, bashed into a few drivers last weekend. Albon was, was the first one, I think. Well, he knocked Yuki out of the race by running into him. Oh, so, did he? Yeah, he's the one who hit Yuki and oh, caused okay. him to not even finish a lap. So, and God, I hope Yuki finishes more than a lap at the Japanese Grand Prix. He's had such a terrible luck. But anyways, yeah, so there weren't any penalties called for that after he had hit two cars and cause damage to both of them somehow he finished the race that red bull is just built like a tank i guess but there's just been a lot of inconsistencies more and more and I'm, I'm glad the teams are stepping up and at least voicing this even teams that aren't affected by it i mean it's it's stupid we need some kind of t- consistency some kind of replay something that goes on and you know it's not like a football game where the referee can run out and be like all right we're, we're stopping real quick We got to review this like it's such a fluid thing that's going on and it's hard to catch everything and deliver it instantly i mean some reviews in a football game they take a couple minutes and they go to commercial break and come back and then you know what happened especially on some really really controversial ones like did the ball touch the ground okay well we got to put this in slow motion and zoom in a million times to see if it touched a blade of grass or something stupid like that so i understand at some point why the FIA struggles, but at the same time they need to figure something out and have some consistency.
1: I think as long as there will be referees in sport, that there will be people who disagree with their calls sometimes, more times than others, less time at other points. But some of these things that have happened in qualifying, especially like there was some impeding going on that just didn't get acknowledged or they made a note of it and then nothing ever came of it is just really weird to me. Some things are slam dunk, like, yep, that happened. You know, Hamilton overtook Sergio off track. We never got a replay. They made a note of it. Nothing ever happened. Max, certainly impeded some people in a couple of the qualifying sessions. Made a note of it, nothing yeah. ever happened, never got a replay, whereas in things like that happen at other tracks on the calendar, boom, immediate penalties.
0: Well, Lewis did give his spots back. The only controversial one was him and Lando cuz from like a Mercedes fan's point of view, it looked like Lewis had the spot, but from any other sane person's point of view, he just missed the braking zone and so of course lewis was ahead of lando in the corner because he didn't break so yeah he was faster in the corner like if lando didn't break he would have been ahead of lewis so he didn't have the position it was a driver error so I I just saw that argument online and, you know, all the Mercedes fanboys were like, oh, he he had the position. He was in front of Lando. And it's like, no, he he didn't break. He was of course he was in front of Lando. Like you take a corner and don't break. You're going to be in front of the car that did go around the corner the proper way. Like That's what happened. But at least he gave the position back after a few laps. But it did hurt you know, Lando, because he was having a race behind Hamilton. And, you know, it takes... I don't know what happens if the FIA is like, hey, you got to give that position back. We finally obviously saw what was clear on the TV after three laps that, hey, you need to give that position back. So it's... I don't know. I don't like the delay. I wish something could be done faster. I
1: really wasn't trying to get into the specifics of these. Just as a general point, I think we've seen some really bad, inconsistent calls from the FIA all season. Yeah, for sure. If you... If you want to go back and hear more of us talk about that, we'll we'll leave a link below for um, our least favorite moments in the 2023 season so far. But this just seems more of the same of that. I don't I don't chalk this up to anything more than some of it is umpire. and Baseball makes a bad call, you hate them. You know the referee comes to the 50 yard line, makes an announcement on the intercom of a football game, and it pisses everybody off. You know it's some of it's that, but some of it is just like did they just wake up and decide to apply the rulebook differently today? And I think the teams are right to call them out for that. And I'm glad there's kind of a balance and an avenue for teams to protest that stuff. I think it's good for the sport. Same here. (laughs) Uh, What's not maybe so good for the sport is the fact that Red Bull is about to sew up the Constructors Championship and can do so this weekend. To win at the end of Suzuka, Red Bull needs to have a 307 point lead ahead of second place, uh, which right now is Mercedes. And Red Bull is currently 308 points ahead of Mercedes. And I think they either need to outscore Mercedes to win or beat Ferrari by 24 points, which neither of those is going to be extremely difficult for them at Suzuka based on kind of what Red Bull's been saying about their simulations and how we've seen Red Bull do here in the past. So Caleb, predictions time. How do you see this weekend shaken out?
0: Yeah, I feel like the championship gets a bow put on it again at Suzuka. Hopefully a little less controversial than last year with Leclerc getting a penalty and then, you know, Matt. Max was like, "Did I get? Did I win? Did I not?"
1: Well, there's the whole point situation too, because we only got 28 laps, and then there was yeah, there was just a bunch of the tractor on the track and delays and the 3 a.m. before we got a winner, and yeah, it was a mess
0: last year for sure. Yeah it was a mess so hopefully it goes pretty smoothly or hopefully we do get some drama and we delay it another weekend like let's have this thing bleed out a little bit longer just to make the season a little bit more interesting. Definitely last weekend made it a little bit more interesting so I think I think they put a bow on it this weekend though. Well who
1: do you see taking pole on Saturday?
0: I think Max comes back with a vengeance from last weekend I think Red Bull is just back in form. I think that was a hiccup, and I think he's going to be back up on top. Cool. What do you think?
1: No, no. Well, well, well no, no. You set a precedent last, last time out. You were supposed to give me the first two rows, right? Yeah, but so you, who's second? I mean, you just. Who lines up next to him, and who's behind him, and who's at the back, and who's selling popcorn at the concession stand? Tell me everything.
0: Well, depending on if. Stroll crashes again or not, he might be selling popcorn at the concession stand from now on. Oh my god. But... (laughs) Okay. I mean, I was just trying to play ball and go by the rules this time. So that's why I didn't give. Well, that's mighty nice of you, Caleb.
1: (laughs) Okay, Verstappen on pole. Who do you think, if it's not Verstappen, who's got the best chance of getting pole after him?
0: I am really interested in the McLarens. So either one of those, I think they have a lot of pace and it seems like a good track for them. They have said that the pace increase that they have in this new version of this car is the same increase that they had in their last update. So that could mean that they are a real competitor now who knows it's all about bluffing so they they could have only got a couple tenths out of the car but still I I think McLaren has a really good chance to make things interesting this week.
1: I agree. I think Verstappen takes pole here. He was really strong here last year, even in the crazy conditions that were happening all around him. But I think he only gets it by like a thousand from one of the Ferraris. I think one of the Ferraris will be right behind him. So, well, I'm guessing you think Max seals the deal here and takes the top step of the podium too. What does your Sunday podium look like?
0: Yeah, I think Max wins. I think Lando gets second. And then I think Piastri or Perez. battling it out for p3
1: i think that shit sounds boring so i've Mixed it up for you. I think Sainz is most likely to get second on Saturday. He lines up P2. I think some craziness happens. Maybe mechanical failure. Maybe Max does a lockup somewhere. I think Sainz wins the race. Two in a row. I think Verstappen gets second. I still think they're going to win the Constructors this weekend. And then I'm predicting Piastri gets his first podium. That'll be our 11th driver on podium so far. His first podium ever. Big excite. That's a pretty bold prediction for a circuit like Suzuka. Very bold. Because it'll be his first time here, but I really want to see Piastri. I got signs as a as a race winner and a podium setter now. I want Piastri. That's my next big ask, and I'm hoping we can get there before the end of the year. I think it's possible. Yep. I'm looking forward to Suzuka. This was a fun track to play in the games. It was a fun race for a little while last year. I'm excited to have a much better weather forecast this year, so we, we know we won't have to see any more monsoon and, and race delays here. Caleb, any final thoughts? before we wrap this sucker up
0: let's wrap it up we got three minutes till practice starts
1: we got three minutes till practice all right man well hey thanks caleb for joining me and thank you guys for listening if you like what you heard here be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and if you want to see more content like this you can follow us on youtube at formula breakdown and we'll see you guys the next time